This is a discourse from Shakti Durga's Inner Light Brilliant Life Retreat that she ran in the Hunter Valley, Australia. If you're looking for ways to lead the most brilliant life, but find yourself challenged as you expand spiritually and your stuff comes up, this discourse will add some insights about the journey to be more light-filled. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga, and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes, and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. So when the light comes into us, and particularly when more light comes in, then there's a sense in which the balance that we've had within us, however that's manifesting, it's kind of, it goes, you know, because here you are, you're balanced, and then you go, I'd like there to be more light. I want more illumination. I want to be able to perceive more. I want to have more bliss, more joy, more abundance. I want to be lightened up. And so the light goes, okay, and it comes in. And then what it does is it really hits whatever is in us. And so if things are a little out of balance, which we we all kind of compensate for our imbalances all the time, we're just doing it naturally, like someone who's dancing is compensating for the way their weight's moving, you know. And so here we are, we're used to sort of compensating like this, and then suddenly there's all this light and then you just go, like that sometimes. And so if the... um, Sometimes you will feel, oh, it's pushing some uh, energy out of the body that feels like pain. So, whoa, that's got to get pushed out. Sometimes people, when they change their energy, can even have their vertebrae feel like they're moving. Some people feel like they've just been to the chiropractor and it goes click. Has anyone ever had that, that your bones actually click into a different place when you have a huge meditation? And for other people, the effect is less on the physical plane and more in the mind. And that if they've been a bit unbalanced mentally, and I don't mean crazy, I just mean maybe too stressed or worried about things or getting a bit excited about about things, then put more light in and that's going to get bigger. Do you see? So we're always wanting to, and then it'll kind of make us deal with it. But when we do deal with it, we're actually better off and more enlightened than we were when we started. So it's kind of like you have to almost rip out your old bathroom to build your new bathroom. It's that kind of analogy of there's stuff there that was stale, there's stuff there that wasn't able to run light in us. And, um, you know, another analogy about light is that it's like, um, you know, if we're trying to send electricity, then we want it to be like if we have some copper wire copper wire is going to be a very good thing to send electricity through. But if we're, if we're full of rubber tires, you can't get the electricity to go anywhere because rubber won't carry that charge, you know, and it's the same with when the light comes in. So there's bits of us that feel sort of sometimes stodgy and stuck and it just takes a bit of shaking to get those stodgy old stuck bits gone and eventually it goes and you go, oh, what a relief and something that did feel like it was resistant to having any charge of any energy go through, suddenly we're zinging with all this copper wire kind of zing-zang, whatever you said. I can't repeat what you said, unfortunately, but I know it was accurate. 
And so another way of saying this is we're upgrading our system of meridians, really, because it's the meridians that are uh, carrying that charge of energy all around our body. And the chakras, well, they're sort of meridians too, the chakras are. And so we're upgrading all of the equipment within to, to be able to hold that much light. So it's, a, it's an interesting journey that we go on. The people from the old times, they used to use mythology to talk about patterns of energy and how they're moving and patterns of consciousness. They'd, they'd couch it all in stories, in nursery rhymes and in myths to help us understand these things that are not physical. The old traditions had seers and sages and wise people who could look beyond the physical and see what was going on on the inner world and then they'd have to try and explain it to people who couldn't do that. And that's a very big, hard thing to do because if you really, all your senses are locked into the physical world, someone starts saying, oh, you've got a dragon crawling up your back, they're going to go, you are a nutter. Do you know what I mean? So they have to try and find ways of, of explaining things. And in China and many other countries, they talk about the dragon energy. And in fact, in the Celtic tradition too, the dragon energy is talked about quite a lot. And a lot of the flags, the old flags of the European empires and the Celtic states, they all had dragons on them. And the same was true. One of the symbols for the emperor of China was the dragon. And his wife is the phoenix, she who is born again and again and again and again. So this motif of the dragon is very, very interesting. And when I've had um, contact with this on the inner plane, I see the dragon energy as the strength of the earth and that there are different types of dragons that evolve from the ley lines of the earth, which you can see as lines of light or you can see them as dragons. just depends which way you're looking at them. Just in the same way as you can see angels as human-looking beings or as orbs of light. just depends how your sight is and what you're seeing on the inner world, how you're seeing it. But anyway, these dragon energies, they are of all kinds. They're from the most sublime, high energies down to quite savage little critters that will bite your toe off as soon as look at you. Not that they could do that because they're not physical and your toe happily is. So they can't bite your toe off because they're not physical, but they can get stuck inside our energy field. And then we just feel off balance. We just feel wrong somehow that there's stuff we can't shift and we can become more and more unbalanced. Uh, When we meditate, we can experience shaking of the body and we can't seem to get through that. Um, And sometimes it can take years for this to rectify itself and uh, it takes very strong energy to be able to move the dragon energy. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Daddy.